I'm thrilled to share with you that my new book, Intentional Intoxication, How to Deliberately Distill the Different Life You Desire, is finally available on Amazon. So here's the thing. I wrote this book for anyone who finds themselves in an unexpected, unwanted, or uninspired new normal. Maybe you've emptied your nest, retired, launched into the second half of life, or really just feel like you're surviving a sobering life hangover. In this book, you are going to get a quick shot of everything you need to feel lit up, alive, inspired, and fulfilled. And the best part, it's a short book, so you can literally finish it in one happy hour. Enjoy. Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. So tonight is part 21 of my Intentional Intoxication book mini course. And here's what I would love to talk to you about. Let me read a line from step three in the book, and then I'd love to break it down for you. When we react, we fight against the reality of our lives by arguing that our circumstances should be different. Okay, a couple of things in here. If we are going to be empowered and responsible in our lives, first and foremost, we need to understand the difference between reacting and responding. Okay, reacting is something happens that you don't like. Let's say someone says something and it pisses you off. Reacting might look like sending the angry text, email, or making the phone call, putting the nasty comment on social media, okay? That might be an example of reacting. In other words, while you're in the height of the emotion and you still feel that awful physical urgency in your body, you take action. And sometimes our actions that we take are misuse of our words, right? Whereas, same circumstance, someone says something, pisses you off. Responding looks like being willing to feel your anger all the way through. It definitely doesn't mean that you try to tell yourself you shouldn't be angry. Emotions, you know, emotions are truth for us, right? Whatever we're feeling, we're feeling. You got to feel it all the way through. And then you can question the beliefs or the thoughts that you're having that caused you to feel the way that you felt. And if you don't really like your reasons, you can change it right after the fact and not act on it. And if you do like your reasons for feeling angry, for example, then you get to decide intentionally, how do I want to handle this? Do I need to create and communicate a boundary with someone? Do I need to have a conversation with someone? Do I need to be more aware of, you know, who I spend time with, whatever that that might be. But here's the piece that I really need you to understand. If you want to be empowered in your life and be responsible, you must be willing to discern the difference between reacting and responding. And if you'll notice, 
response is the root of responsibility. So it's very easy to remember because when we respond, basically what's happening is we're taking responsibility for our emotions. We're not blaming someone else for them. We are owning them. And we are questioning once we've worked our way through the emotion and felt it, we're questioning what caused us to feel that way. And sometimes we may like the reason and other times we may not. But I'm going to tell you straight, if you are in the habit of reacting to things and speaking and acting before you feel your emotions, you are going to make a real mess of your life and even or more specifically of your relationships. Okay, here's the other thing I want to say. When we are reacting, we are arguing. Now, there is nothing wrong with having a difference of opinion, right? So I want you to really picture this. Picture someone you may know who is in the habit of arguing all the time. And oftentimes, arguing will include disrespectful language. It might include a loud voice. It might include like, I don't know, a different kind of threatening body language, right? Whereas when we, how do I put it this way? When we aren't stuck in fighting against the truth of what is, what is true in our lives, right? We are going to be willing to tell ourselves the truth, to just spill out or um, identify the facts of the situation, feel our emotions, and then intentionally decide what we want to do about it, if anything. Okay, so here's what I want you to be really curious about. When, first of all, do you tell yourself that something should be different? Because here's what's, here's what's interesting. I feel like when we get stuck in the things that shouldn't be the way they are or should be different, we're in denial. And here's what I mean by that. If, like for example, when my parents divorced, I went through a very long period of time where I believed that it never should have happened. And that kept me in a place of blame um, of my parents, of other people as well. And it didn't help me heal. And here's the thing. What I wish I would have been able to do sooner is this is drop the, this never should have happened and say to myself, okay, I didn't want this to happen, but given the fact that my parents are divorcing, how about instead we feel our grief? How about instead you feel your anger? How about instead you feel your deep sadness and disappointment? And if you need help for doing all of that, how about instead we put our energy into that? Because saying over and over, or believing over and over that something shouldn't have happened, it robs you of your energy. 
It just does, right? It takes your focus and it puts it on arguing with something that you cannot change versus given something that you cannot change. What do you want to do and think and feel about it going forward? Okay, so it is worth spending time noticing when you are arguing with the way that something is. Now, here's what I want to say. I am not suggesting that you become passive. And if something is going on that you don't think is okay, like let's say, okay, this is a really silly example, but I remember thinking it was so stupid. Here's an example. I remember when my kids were in elementary school and um, a couple of their classmates, I was talking to the dad and he was just sharing his frustration. So both of his daughters were very advanced readers at a very young age. And what he shared is that when they would go to the library, there was a red line on the ground and his daughters, even though they were reading like in the kindergarten, first grade level, already reading at the fourth, fifth, sixth grade level, they were not allowed to cross the line to check out library books. And so what he tried first of all was to say to the librarian, right, hey, we will give you our permission to let our daughters go and pick out those more advanced books. And if there are themes in the books that maybe aren't appropriate for their age, we will read it with them and handle it at home. But we want them to be challenged. We want them to read. No. (laughs) Still makes me laugh. They were not allowed to cross the fucking line. Okay. So in a situation like that, he definitely went in and challenged. And part of knowing that you're not just arguing with what is, but you're willing to do something about it and you're being, you know, you're being very intentional and very responsive is that you are willing to suggest alternatives, which is exactly what he did, right? And it was worth the time that it took to have him speak up because his daughters deserved to make their year's worth of progress, right? So I am not talking about situations like that where you must use your voice to speak up. I am talking about things that have already happened that we cannot go back in time to change, but yet we're still stuck in arguing. So just get really curious about that, my friend. And what might also be helpful to get curious about as well is if you have that habit of doing so, think back to when you were a kid and get curious about how speaking up was handled with your parents or your caregivers. Were you allowed to calmly and clearly say no and explain why you did or did not want to do something? Or were you very much expected kind of to just go along with or agree with something that an adult suggested or an adult put into motion? Just get curious about that because there's a very good chance that that arguing with what is habit may have started back then because you didn't have the opportunity to speak up. And you felt as if you had to stay silent. Just get curious about that. 
As always, my friends, deeply grateful that you're here. Have an intoxicating rest of your day, and I will be back tomorrow with more. Hey, my friend, if you're thirsty for more than this daily shot and ready to intoxicate the hell out of your personal or professional life, I'd love to invite you to coach one-on-one with me. It all starts with a complimentary happy hour call. Head on over to terrybradway.com. That's Terry with two R's and an I. Bradway, spelled just the way that it sounds. Once you get there, my friend, click on the Work with Terry button and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day.